This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, yeah, minutes, you can activate MyClean software to clean up and clean out what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Our first guest was one of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history. Chris Dolman had 150 and a half sacks during his 15-year career, the sixth most of all time. He was voted to eight Pro Bowls, led the NFL with 21 sacks in 1989, and was named to the 1990s NFL All-Decade Team. His final honor, of course, came in 2012 when he was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So he knows about rushing the passer and a little something about those left tackles who protect the passer. One reason we asked him to join us today. Hey, Chris, Chris Dolman, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I truly appreciate being in you guys' presence today. Not as much as we appreciate you. <laughs> Chris, who's, the best, who's the best pass blocker you ever faced? Gary Zimmerman. And uh, Gary Zimmerman, for the simple fact that we spent, I think, seven years together in uh, Minnesota practicing, playing uh, playing with each other, then all of a sudden uh, the tides turned and I had to play against him. Awesome, awesome player. Did you own him? <laughs> you know what? The first time... Um, we played was up at Campbell. Uh, no, it was uh, I was in Minnesota. He was playing at um, up in Mile High Stadium. He was, went to Denver, and I tell you, it was probably the most pressure I've ever felt going into a game because you know they have a great you know quarterback in John Elway, and I'm playing against myself basically in a mirror. Someone you know you did drive and reach one on ones together, and you did you know hundreds and hundreds of hours of just practice against each other. And, you know, I just knew that I had to be big that day to, uh, for our team to have a chance and for our team to, to win the ball game. And I, I was able to, um, you know, figure out how I could get there. I got two sacks against him, and uh, we won the game. So it was a big day. That's a good start, I would have to say. Uh, as you know, Chris, this year there's two left tackles on the uh, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. ballot, Joe Jacoby and Tony uh, Baselli. Uh, Jacoby was the NFL All-Decade Team of the 80s and Baselli of the 90s. You played against them both. Uh, in your opinion, do either or both belong in the Hall, and uh, why or why not? You know what? Um, if I had to pick one, I would go with Joe Jacoby. And just for the simple uh, fact that Joe Jacoby lined up against Lawrence Taylor you know, twi- uh, two times a year. Uh, you know, when he played Dallas, he's always had to play, uh, uh, you know, either Charles Haley or, you know, one of the great defensive ends is coming from that side of the, that side of the, uh, that side of the ball. You know, his works, you know, speak for itself. I mean, he spent, you know, this is a 19th year of eligibility. And if we don't recognize him now, when are we going to recognize him? Good question. Now, we're speaking with Hall of Famer and Joe Jacoby fan Chris Dolman on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And, and Chris, from where you played and what you saw, what makes a great pass protector? There's two types. Um, one, there's a puncher and reset type of guy. So I would look at Willie Rofe, who would sit back there, and he want to stop your momentum, then reset, then stop your momentum, reset you, and, and hmm. play like that. Then there's, the, then there's the guy who is, 
you know, the counter puncher, the little bit more patient player will allow you to make that move first. Then he locks in on you and able to, you know, either run you past the quarterback or run you down inside to the guard. You know, the, those are the type of guys that makes it very, very difficult. You know, Joe Jacoby, you know, he had a long body. The guys who gave me the most trouble were very athletic guys. You said, well, how is, you know, Joe Jacoby, you know, known as a very athletic guy? Well, you know, he, his feet and the way he kept his butt to the quarterback, you know, was the perfect position to keep that defensive end trying to get him upfield and coming underneath or trying to get him down inside close to that tackle and work around uh, that guard and work around the, the corner. So his protection and that type of protection is very, very difficult to beat. And he was such a long body. I mean, you know, you think you're passing, all of a sudden, boom, he gives you a little push and knock you off line. Chris, you also played against two left tackles who were Hall of Fame semifinalists but were eliminated in the cutdown of 15, Chris Hinton and Mike Ken. Mm-hmm. How do you compare uh, those two to Jacoby and Baselli, and do you have a favorite of those two? That's a great question, uh, Rick. I, I tell you what, um, out of the four, um, I would tip my hat to uh, Chris Hinton, but I love Mike Ken because Mike Ken was a prototype tackle. When he came out, and I think it was might have been in 78, uh, everybody wanted a, that tackle like him. Joe Jacoby is the same body style. So all four of the guys that are listed are, are great tackles. The thing that I liked about Chris Hinton, Chris Hinton was uh, a pro bowler or all pro at you know every position on that offensive line except center. So he either made the pro bowl or all pro. And that's, you know, that is truly the work of a great offensive lineman because I've played against him when he was at guard. I played against him when he was at right tackle, left tackle. It doesn't matter. I mean, he's just a stout, stout player. And once again, you know, I say all four of these guys are great players, able to get himself in a position where it just keeps you off balance. And a lot of these guys, you know, if you look at them earlier in their career, they always started off either at um, some other power position or tight end. When I say a power position, like a fullback, or they had outgrown that position, or they were a tight end that outgrown that position, and they moved to offensive linemen. So they all had really, really good feet going into it. So, you know, I look at these group of guys, you know, Mike and Chris Hinton, you know, Tony Baselli, Joe Jacoby, they all have that, that similar makeup that made them, you know, made them, you know, uh, NFL uh, semifinalists and finalists. Now, obviously, you know about the, more about this than uh, uh, probably anybody on earth. What makes a great pass rusher? You know, well, I don't know if I know anything about, you know, that much about it, but I, I think one of the things that make a great pass rusher, and uh, I, I, there's got to be a certain hunger. There's got to be a certain uh, mentality. There's a more of a hunter mentality. When you step out on the field, you knew that, you know, the quarterback is – someone that you have to harass from start to finish and you have to be able to put him on his back you have to be able to get in his face and you can't use well they're double teaming they got to tight into my side you got to figure that out you have to figure that out and you know the way they're throwing the ball today i mean you know i would gosh i, I, I just love the opportunity to, to you know rush the passer you know 50 times during the course of a game i mean you know your conditioning becomes one part of your your uh, your regiment, 
in the second half is just being able to have something that you can go time and time again to create that energy to get to the quarterback, just where your part, where your offensive lineman down. So, you know, I, I think that's one of the, the tenacity, the ability to want to hunt and, and not being satisfied. I mean, I look at Bruce, I look at Reggie, and Kevin Green, those guys. They were never satisfied. They were always rushing the passer. Hey, Chris, we've got about a minute left here, a little bit less than that. But um, speaking sure. of pass rushers, there's a good one on this year's ballot. That's Jason Taylor. I mean, like you, he played 15 years. Like you, he ranks in the top 10 in all-time sacks. Like you, he excelled at the strip sack. What are your impressions of him, and have you watched him? I know JT very well. Um, you know, JT is from Pittsburgh, so he watched me when I was at the University of Pittsburgh. <laughs> and it was, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to, to kind of come full circle he has grown into a great player. He didn't go to a big school, but he figured out his niche very quickly. And that's the difference between, you know, a player that has success, you know, early in his career or the one to get it the mid-stride of his career or towards the end. I mean, that guy recognized that, hey, look, I can do this here. We have the same body type. We have the same size. Um, I think it might be a little bit heavier than he is. You know, let me use what athletic ability I have to get to the quarterback. So, you know, when I think of JT, I see him running after the ball. I see him chasing the quarterback from one sideline to the other sideline. And I also see him, you know, every once in a while, he's a good enough athlete where they drop him off in the, you know, zone uh, coverage, you know, either hook to curl or to the flat. And he's gotten a few interceptions in his day. Hey, Chris, we got to go. But uh, thanks so much for the time. And hope we see you this summer in Canton. Well, you will. And uh, I wish you all well. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Chris. That was Hall of Fame pass rusher Chris Dolman. Up next, why Jason Taylor belongs in the Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Jason Taylor, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.